Welcome to the Game Deflators podcast, episode 24. We're on a two-week hiatus here. We're now back. I'm John, joined by Ryan, and for some reason, James has still not left our state. I like it here. You can't get rid of me. I'm inside you now. You might as well buy a house or something while you're here, man. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Maybe I will. Maybe we all should. Maybe we should buy a townhouse as well. And just move in together. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Trust me, you don't don't want to be where I'm at. But you do want to be where we're all at, which is the Game Deflators podcast. And (laughs) here at the Game Deflators podcast, we like to talk about games we've recently picked up, games we're currently playing, and the returning champion... The coin purse. The coin purse, (laughs) which will be brought up in the Inflation Deflation Challenge. Yes, that and the uh, Dad Shower Simulator apparently is a hot topic on this discussion this week. Indeed. I mean, you had to ask about it. So, yeah, that is, uh, by the way, anyone thinks we're bullshitting, we are not. That is totally a game. It is Shower with Your Dad Simulator. Look it up. It's on Steam. What else is on Steam? How did we come across this subject of fucked up shit? Well, we'll get back to Steam. But first, John, what'd you pick up this week besides a bunch of moving boxes? Uh, quite a lot of moving boxes and a lot of uh, stripping of paint from cabinets. No, I actually did have a pickup this week. As a matter of fact, I got the... Uh, Metal Gear 5 Definitive Experience. So we'll probably talk about uh, Konami in a little bit later. And uh, what's that Tomb Raider game that's out? It's not the Shadow of Tomb Raider. It's the uh, 20th anniversary. Yeah, the uh, the Steelbook one. It should be... Oh, damn it. It's the second one. Oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think that's it. Uh, I don't even remember, man. Um, I'm just trying to pick them all up so my wife can play them. So I got those recently. Best Buy had them. shouldn't. What's that? Hey, you bullshit. You know you want to play the new Tomb Raiders. Well, yeah, I want to play new Tomb Raiders, but she wants to play them too. Well, yeah, no shit. So do I. We should play them together. We should. Next time on Ryan's Never Played. <laughs> Tomb really? Raider. Really? Oh, God. You get to play oh, the originals. <laughs> well, we play the upgraded PS4 graphics. Uh, no, actually, so Best Buy had them at uh, 15 bucks a pop. So I went ahead and picked those up. And uh, luckily, with James's best buy discount we ended up picking them up at uh around 11.50 each i think is what it came out to yeah enjoy while last i'll be one of the the remaining people that their gamers club unlocked before it expires i believe mine expires in july so we're we're totally gonna rape the hell out of best buy um you know it was their idea they decided to take it away we're gonna take advantage of it well i actually had an opportunity to pick it up myself um god what was it like christmas of 2018 like you know i might want to pick this up and as soon as I was like, yep, I'm going to pull the trigger and get it, I got the announcement letter that they were no longer doing. I was so pissed, man. But that's where we're at, man. So did you have any pickups? You know what? I actually did. Uh, James notified me about the discount they were doing for Starlink at Target. If anybody has been interested in that, pick it up because you could get it for a killer deal. I got the Switch Star Fox Game Bundle, normally 75 uh, a whole extra ship for anybody that doesn't know this is like an amiibo or skylanders kind of situation where there's like a toy component to the game so you get these ships that have these gun pods that you can switch on and off in real time in the game with like the model you've got like pilots that have different abilities and all that junk so you get the Star Fox character the ship two weapons the game 75 i got an extra ship with two weapons and a character, a free character, and an extra set of weapons for 51 with free shipping. 
Tax included on that? Yes, sir. Ooh, that's not bad. I thought it was uh, a little higher. Yeah, the new ship sets are 12. <laughs> new characters and weapons are four. So it's like the, the guy at Target, he said he bought the whole set. He's been playing with his brother. So I figured up that's the good time to get it. Yeah, so I might need to look into that as well, man. Uh, maybe at some point we can go to your place and uh, and play with your toys. Oh, yeah. It, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Simple as that. You sure you don't want to watch us play with Ryan's toys at his house? Well, you did bring a camera, so I guess I can turn quick buck off of it. Is, is the uh, is the camera on and recording? So we're uh, we're testing out. Now, Ryan, you're supposed to turn on the camera. You had one job, sir. Ryan All has right. multiple jobs. We we picked him up from the special needs kids farm, so we take it in stride. Hey, I have two big jobs right now. It's dealing with both of you. That is true. We are big. So. James, did you have See, any now that pickups? we're on camera, I'm a little shy about getting up and unzipping for him. <laughs> did, you, did you have any pickups other than boxes, dude? No, I mostly just picked up my credit card over and over and over this week. But uh, we will be hitting up the local swap meet this weekend. So <clears throat> looks like it's probably going to be mostly old folks, but it looks like a pretty good size. So I got hopes that we'll find something interesting there. Ryan, you in on that swap meet Saturday morning? I'm busy Saturday you're always busy on Saturday. You should move your pop filter further away. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that. This is a lot of breaking the fourth wall right now. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. All Down right. with the illusion. Down, Down I Down with it. <laughs> All right, so uh, we talked about pickups. Currently playing. I wish I could currently play Birth by Sleep, but I still need to hook up all my game consoles. They are still all in boxes for the most part. Have you played anything? I heard you had a parental control issue. Yeah, so I decided that I was playing way too much Cave Blazer, so I actually spent a little time last week messing around with the parental controls on Switch to give myself a a two-hour time limit, but I did disable it long enough to get in on the Demon X Machina demo that they launched for Switch, and it is so cool. So let me get this straight. You put a time limit on your Switch so you could parent yourself? Hey, kids thrive under structure <laughs> look at you being a responsible adult and shit yeah you gotta sometimes when when you don't have kids sometimes you gotta be your own kid and your own parent i mean you've seen the game rooms that james and i have right and the, the boxes <laughs> upon boxes of games and toys yeah i ain't got money like that Neither do we. We. <laughs> why do you think we're so fucking cheap god man so anyways <laughs> the demo's really good it's got way more depth than I ever thought it would have. And I think that uh, I'm really excited to play it. So I have to apologize to everybody out there. And I really have to apologize to myself. I will not be finishing Red Dead before I start Zone of the Enders. I'm Dude. I know. How many games in the last six months have you not finished? All of them. That probably sounds All of about them. right. But... I am going to, I'm going to be gone for another two weeks, two weeks from now. So I'm going to be taking that time in the interim. I'm going to beat Zone of the Enders. And then I'm going to take Zone of the Enders, Fist of Mars with me to Japan and beat that. And then when I get back, I can go through uh, the second runner. And hopefully I'll have all that done and accomplished right in time for Demon X Machina to come through. And I'll just have like a solid good check chunk of flying around in a mech. 
So when you get to Japan, if you uh, come back and do not have any Japanese subscribers on our YouTube or our podcast, I'm going to be angry with you. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking ridiculous. I mean, if you got to bust out the coin purse to get it done, get it done. Just go right into one of those bathhouses and just whip out the coin purse and say, please subscribe. We'll even get it tattooed if you want. Yeah, we'll tattoo coin or purse right on you. We, we should get me like a uh, game deflators hat or something to take with. You know, I have a feeling somebody idea, out there listening is going to trademark coin purse now. I, I don't think you can, John. It's not something we invented. It's a word we reference. Mm-hmm. You just wait. It'll be trademarked. There'll be t-shirts, too. It's like Ryan's coin purse on it. Right. The That's coin how we'll purse. know we made it. Except Ryan will be spelled like R-I-A-N. So that way we can't do anything about it. It'll be terrible. Yeah. So speaking of new things that we're trying out right now, we're experimenting with recording, except John's not in the frame. Well, I mean, I don't want all the people to see me on the internet. We can shave your legs. It'll be all right. No, don't do it, Ryan. Yes, uh, Ryan. Oh, no. Yes, well, now James is in it. James in the frame now? Dude, now you're not in I'm the not frame. I'm in the frame the whole fucking time. Ryan, what are you doing? Well, this is just a Obscuring test. Obscuring James. Fair enough. That All works. Right. Okay, uh, continue. So among that, it looks like we got a little bit of response out of some of our um, fans over on Facebook when we were talking about the possibility of doing live streaming or at the very least, Let's Plays. We'll start out most likely doing a few Let's Plays while we get our feet wet. Uh, with the recording situation, as we get more comfortable, we might move into actually scheduling a time to be able to like interact with folks and talk to them while we play games or while they watch us suck at games like Super Ghosts and Goblins or Super Goals and Ghosts, whichever one it is. And Super Mario Bros. too. Oh, yeah, we're pretty fucking terrible at that as well. Yeah. Um, but we did start working on one of the segments we were talking about, and it was the, you know, blank has never played. So in this case, it was John has never played Super Metroid. Unfortunately, uh, well, I started it just before uh, moving into a new house. Uh, as you can all see, there is, uh, well, if, if this ever gets published, there is nothing. Yeah, this behind is where us. the love usually is. This, that's usually where it is, right behind James, is a wall yeah. of love. This is this is after we cleaned up all the spooch marks. <laughs> Quiet, you. Uh, that's That takes place with the games there. Um, so, yeah, I started playing. Really? You're putting it right on me, dude? So, I started playing Super Metroid, and God, how far did I get? It was that one boss that drops down. It's like a plant, and it has spores that fall down. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to that. very early on. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. So, I only got to play like three sessions before we started moving into a new house. So, while playing that, I beat that boss, got super excited, started going through the level. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. I'm going to get to the next part. And then I died, and then I remembered I didn't save. So I'm back to before that boss. It's uh, now that you know what to do, it's not such a long trek. Oh, yeah, it was super easy. Yeah, I think on Ryan's list, he has the original Resident Evil 2, correct? I also have that as well. Have yep. you played it? And uh, have, I don't think you've had time to play it, have you? I had time to boot it up, Ooh. make sure that my PSX was still working, run the power cable just so behind my headboard of my bed frame so that I can easily play when I go to bed at night with that nice little screen all on original hardware and great. But I died immediately. Immediately. The first zombie in the game killed me. Really? With and that, then I went to bed. What he's saying is he got You're, really scared, cuddled up to his wife, and slammed the screen down. Hey, and she was at work. <laughs> but my dog was there. No matter how many times they ask, Ryan, do not give the zombies hugs. It doesn't matter how lonely they look, no hugs for the he zombies. He had one of those signs. They were free. 
No hugs for Mr. X either. Okay. Okay. All right. As for me, I'm still waiting for these you to these you or geez, these two here to come up with a game like Are you a about good to call us Yahoos game. or YouTubers. We you're, could be YouTubers. We could be YouTubers. these two I Yahoo. Think, YouTubers I knew that's here. what he was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to say these two here. Um, have yet to come up with like a good classic game that I haven't played yet, and have, I'm actually really looking forward. Have to you it. played okay. uh, Sh- Dad Shower Simulator? <laughs> no, that Shower with your Dad Simulator. <laughs> well, uh, James Seriously, has never played. Like kids, <laughs> have you? It's not a classic. Have you ever <laughs> played uh, Acro the Acrobat? Yes, and also I wouldn't really call that a classic. Now, cool spot. Yeah. Damn it. I that's that's where my too. mind What's went. I was point? like, no, he's definitely played that. Go a little more obscure. Yep, done. Yo, Noid. Ronald McDonald on Sega Genesis. Uh, actually, I haven't played that one because I don't have it. That's but the one. Uh, come, that doesn't really count. That's not like saying like, oh my God, you've never played Super Mario have Brothers you played 3? Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Fuck yeah, I have. Damn I own it. it. I can't This is any. hard. Yeah, I don't think you guys understand how hard this is. The man has played just about everything at least five minutes. Just, he knew. He was preparing for this moment where Ryan and I would try and get him a classic game. Um, God, well, the McDonald's game is classic for McDonald's fans. I don't think it is. That is really. I don't think anybody strong. really cares about a McDonald's game. You got to do something. Think about the millions of McDonald's employees. Okay, thousands of McDonald's employees. Okay, It'd no, be but more like- John, we're talking classic games. We're not. Everything you listed is some kind of ad buy-in game yeah it's just some True. basic literally shit. everything you listed i've seen what many did i list YouTube videos covering all of those on the so then they're list. classics they're on youtube i mean i could even accept a little bit of a stretch of like wow you've never played gran turismo or something you, like you, should, you should have at least yeah, gone totally. with pepsi man if you're gonna go for obscure product tie-in games have you played pepsi man uh, I'm gonna say yes because I've always thought the game was pretty fucking interesting. So I'm pretty sure I have. I've also ooh, ooh. also played the LSD Dream Simulator too. Yeah, that was which another you one. Don't uh, really play, but yeah. If you want a really obscure tie-in game, I played an online flash game that was like an Icebreakers Mint game. It was super oh, weird. Yeah. There's the uh, was it Checks Defender or whatever? It's basically like a Wolfenstein clone where you're like you're shooting Checks cereal at like zombies. no 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 no. This is like Icebreakers gum or something, and you're just this dude and you just run and punch through walls. It's super weird. <laughs> so okay, you're the fucking Kool Aid Man. I got one. All right, Croc on the PS One. Yes. What? Damn it, Croc the Legend of Go. Who hasn't played Croc? Well, I was hoping James hadn't played Croc. Gex on uh the PlayStation One is pretty good. Yeah, Gex yeah. No, it is. I mean, right, we'll, we'll, on mute we'll, by talk, far, we'll yeah. have figure to, this out. We'll, we'll come up with that. You know, anybody Epic on Facebook. Fail. Yeah, people yeah. on Facebook just start jotting down games, and he'll yeah, never totally play go for it. Them. Facebook, Instagram. Um, what else are we on? Podcast is podcast that Apple iTunes, Google Music, iTunes, RSS Google RSS Music, feed. Twitter, yeah, pretty much RSS. I mean, Shitter. Yeah, we're on Shitter. Podcast.com. Um, okay, so news. Do we have any news this week? Oh. Big news. Actually, we've missed a bunch of news. But just to start us off, why don't we talk a little bit about Anthem? I mean, kind of the latest news in this new train wreck of a release is that they're staging a boycott to Bioware. They're going to try to get as many people not to play for the next few days to try to get attention because there was a glitch in the system that made the game better and now they want it to be better again. And it seems like 
maybe if they just made the game more fun and people wanted to play, like, that should just be something they should want to do. Like, you shouldn't have to protest the game to be more fun. Well, um, I think there's only about 9,000 people on Reddit that have actually said, yeah, I'm boycotting this game. So we'll see if it's actually effective in any form. But, I, you know, if some people aren't enjoying it. It's not like it's a vast majority, right? I mean, I haven't really read too much into it, personally. Well, have you seen all the other <coughs> news that happened? Like how it's crashing people's PS4s and breaking them? Well, I mean, I guess maybe they were hired by Bethesda to have a crappier game. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying, just trying to well, think here, guys. That's the big thing here. Is like, it, it's all such a crazy follow up to all of the Fallout 76 stuff. That Anthem is this other game that's just being pushed so hard to be something that these studios really aren't. I mean, at least BioWare worked with, you know, KOTOR and then they went on to do the Old Republic and stuff, but it's like there are these massive spanning open world single player in-depth hours and hours of story time games and they're pushing all this live service nonsense stuff for money. Well, first off going back to the first thing, the whole idea of boycotting one is already a waste of time because they've already bought the game. Two, this is going to be about as efficient as every year whenever it's like, oh, everyone on such and such day, don't buy any gas today. That'll show them you'll just buy gas tomorrow. Uh, I mean, good for them that they want to stand up to it and make the game better. But honestly, I think things like this and Fallout 76 and a lot of the games that you know that were blown up out a huge proportion and then just fell flat on their face in the past couple of years are honestly a sign of the times because there are so many games nowadays that are supposed to have such high expectations and they burn so much money into hyping them and building them and giving them nice graphics this that, and other and they need to make so much money it's become it's it's already gaming industry a lot of it or a huge portion of it has made the shift where it's gone from we want to make good quality products that people are going to want to keep coming back to to we just want to make cash cows and especially ea games um, any game that they can make that they can turn into a residual profit, if they would do it well, I wouldn't have a problem with. I really was looking forward to playing Anthem when I first saw the announcements at E3, things like that. Even when it first came out and you know people were complaining that it was buggy and didn't run right, I was like, whatever, cool, they'll, they'll patch it, nothing's perfect, blah, blah, blah. But now that uh, things like the, I didn't get to read the, the how or why that's possibly breaking PS4s, but... Things like that being possible are fucking ridiculous in this day and age. Now, things like, all right, Nintendo screwed up. Your save might get corrupted. That's a little bug that can pass through. But if it's actually like, and I again, I haven't read any of the articles. I don't think it's probably just not a real hard brick. Like your PS4 is not permanently brick. It's probably just you have to force it off back on. Um, that is still pretty ridiculous nowadays. Well, they turned around and they said anybody can get a refund. Sony's giving anybody but bought the game a refund like that's a huge amount of money lost well, well i mean it's a, for a game that's not finished that's the bigger problem here is that just like fallout like yeah they're trying to make these overreaching games they're not finishing them they're hoping that they can sell you half a product and then you'll buy loot boxes and they'll patch it over the next year so that they don't have to pay for the final year of development time like and that's they're just not doing their job they're job is to make games make games make games that are done and are games instead of here's 
half a game, you can buy the other half and then we'll fix it in post. And I 100% agree with you because I was going to bring that up as my next point is that's also one of the biggest, biggest problems in the game industry nowadays is they are trying to crank out games much too fast. And, you know, some of our younger listeners may not understand it. Like, it would, nowadays to me, it's still unusual that, holy shit, every year we have a new Call of Duty, new Assassin's Creed. In this case, we got like a new Assassin's Creed, new Call of Duty, new Battlefield, Assassin, whatever, like every six fucking months. And it is getting to the point where there is just no way that they can actually complete the development cycle, uh, do the quality testing, things like that. Well, um, I thought this might be a good segue into uh, the article I read recently on Konami killing off the Metal Gear series. So, interesting thing. Uh, I mean, we'll link the article. But Just one last, fuck you, Hideo! Ah! So basically, you know, the, the whole thing with Hideo Kojima and Konami and their whole fallout and whatnot. Um, the article that I read pretty much says that Konami has purposefully killed off the Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid franchise, uh, so that way fans won't keep clamoring for it to well, be able to get those games. if they didn't do it, Left Alive certainly did. <laughs> so uh, pretty much the article calls out a couple things. They say that uh, basically Kojima's game, Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, which would have been, I guess, his last part of the series, really, um, that what they essentially did was forced him to go a direction he didn't want to go. So the game ended up not turning out the way it should have. And the way they forced that issue was trying to put in things like the loot boxes and yep. you know forcing players to get that for the extra income. Konami got greedy and then ended up losing a guy like Kojima. Now, granted, Kojima spends millions upon millions of dollars trying to get the perfect game, and he's not going to get the same results as an EA selling millions upon millions of copies and getting that type of revenue. It's just not going to happen. I mean, but the guy at the end of the day is an artist and so when you look at a game like the metal gear series and then you know they obviously put out metal gear survive they're putting out half-assed games Mm -hmm. on purpose i mean you can definitely tell that that's what the situation is at this point let's put out a game as quickly as we can let's put loot boxes out let's make as much money as we can with this title who cares about the consumer and we'll move on to the next one they're going to buy it anyways yeah when they actually packaged uh metal gear solid 5 ground zeros to be sold as a separate I mean, literally is a separate demo and anyone that might want to argue with that is <clears throat> they can actually go back and look that uh, the original Metal Gear Solid, the actual demo for it was very long. It was the entire, almost the entire very first stage opening everything. It was like, oh, you know, here is almost like a time trial of the game, except it's limited demo. The Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty demo uh, that came with uh, Zone of the Enders 2 or Zone of the Enders 1. I can't remember Zone which Zone of the Enders 2. Zone of the Enders 2. Same thing. That was almost the entire tanker level. Not the whole, quite the whole thing, but almost the entire thing. Like all the gameplay up until the first boss fight, things like that. Um, and that's how they used to do it, which was really impressive and just a great way to, to really give everyone a good taste of this game. But the moment I saw that, oh, hey, we're going to do another one for Metal Gear Solid Five, but we want 30 bucks for it or 40 bucks, how much it was it came out. I paid like 12 bucks for mine. Um, and yeah, it was well, literally it was, a demo? It's literally, it's like a, an hour long. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes to an hour long. That's ridiculous, man. I mean, back to the, real quick, the Demon X Machina demo I got, it's got... A full character customization. I've done three missions and the tutorial already. You get all the different parts. You can fully customize all the paint, everything. I mean, I feel like I'm playing the game and I haven't finished it yet. But I'm wondering if it's going to be like the demo that they put out earlier this year for Valkyria Chronicles, which was here's like the first 
so many missions of the game and then when you buy the game your data just transfers over and you just keep playing from there like the fact that they can do that now and then to turn around and just sell it to you as a product really shows exactly what you're saying especially after konami made a freaking metal gear pachinko machine that literally just takes money well, I mean, so look, the article you're referencing, so there's a couple things. They mentioned Metal Gear Survive, which I think was a zombie-based oh, yeah, Metal so Gear game. That was the one where you had to buy extra save slots or extra character slots. Yeah. Oh, seriously? You, why? Oh, that's serious, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, you don't remember that? Oh, man. I haven't played it yet. Well, oh, I guess I, I never will. I just and you never news. will. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Fuck that shit. But, Fuck them. Uh, referencing that article, though, so the Pachinko Machines, apparently, because they're so big in Japan, that Konami just has tons of them because it's... It's yeah, a bunch it's of money. Like yeah. a, I'll check one out while I'm here, there. I'll you know? let you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Take it back with you. Yeah, we have theme slot machines here. But um, what you brought up, I was actually going to say the same thing. The fact that like uh, Octopath Traveler, the demo, I think it was one hour long. It's like, boom, this is the actual game you're playing. And once you save it, you go buy the game. You pick right up where you left off in the demo. That's awesome. Resident Evil 2, I think, works the same way. I know it's an hour long time demo. It's like... Here is the almost the or either the entirety or almost the entirety of the game. You can play as much as you want, do whatever you want for that entire one hour. If your game save, I believe, will transfer over to the full version as well. That I think is one of the best ways to do things nowadays because we haven't had demos in a long time. Like back when the PlayStation came out, demo discs were a huge thing. They were really fucking oh, cool. Yeah. I remember playing the the same stage in Tony Hawk over and over and over on that fucking Pizza Hut demo disc or whatever it was. Uh, and other games. That's how I got to play Metal Gear Solid and I fell in love with it because of the demo. Uh, What's well, how I uh, played Tenchu, Legend Stealth of Dragoon. Assassins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, Tekken, Gran Turismo, yeah, Tomba. Yep. Uh, that one game that I have that's like my only retro game, Einhander. I've actually got... You got um, Einhander? Captain Blasto. <laughs> I've actually got a Final Fantasy VII demo disc. It's just... Straight up the disc. Yep. That's all I have it that. It's, it's just yeah, on the little yeah. paper sleeve. Yep. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I really wish uh, more game companies would do that nowadays, especially with digital publishing. Certain ones, like I remember when Bioshock Infinite came out, that was one of the things, like on PlayStation 3, it's like, oh, here you go. You can play it for one hour just to check it out. Like, yeah, you but, know you're going to love it, so try it anyways. Yeah, but nowadays, if you pre order, guess what? You can get that early access beta pass. Ooh. Ooh that's way better. Come on. That's way better. I mean, we, I think we've talked about it before, and if we haven't, we could definitely say it right now. The only reason anybody owns Final Fantasy Type O was for the Final Fantasy 15 demo. Hey, I, yes. I want to buy it just to play it. Is it Actually, really that bad I of a game? I bought mine to play it. Yeah. It's all right. I'll trust your word for it. They released the Final Fantasy 15 demo afterward anyways. Well, hey, uh, while we're on the talk about half-assing stuff, uh, did you guys see the article I shared with you about the Nintendo Labo? Mm-mm. No, but it was a good I opinion. I feel piece. bad for Labo. It was a good opinion piece. So pretty much the guy, um, he referenced Labo in his article and says how it's a cool idea, you know, being able to create something and the satisfaction of creating something. And he's like, then you play it for like five minutes and you put it down and that's it. And he said he was very disappointed when six months after the fact he picks up his Labo fishing rod and a rubber band breaks and. While it's not a hard fix because it's a rubber band, he remi- it reminded him basically that I haven't played this thing since I touched it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you look around now, you've got the Labo on discount oh, everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, Nintendo's one for innovation and trying to put things into the market. The Labo is just one of those failed ideas of theirs, um, like many others in the past. Well, I would like to look back and see somebody write something similar 
that has kids and see how long it took them to destroy it and to see if it's even around anymore. That's true. I mean, oh, you don't see them. Depending on how old you are, the expiration of that really goes downhill. I mean, I see lots of uh, Wii balance boards and all Wii accessories and such like Goodwills, but I don't think we're going to be seeing any cardboard Labo boxes around anywhere. You know, that's going to be fucking hilarious that years down the road we are. We're going to find little pieces. We're going to find like the little numbered slots and buttons. Go, what the fuck is this? Go, 50 oh, cents. You I heard, it, you heard it here first, folks. <clears throat> go and buy that shit. Leave it complete in box. It's going to go up. It will, and people will look oh, for yeah. parts. Oh, yeah, something like that totally fucking will. If, the, if collecting stays a thing, even if not, toy collectors will want that shit 10, 15, 20 years from now. So basically, because just it wait till is it something $5. that's, you know, didn't do so well. Actually, that's probably what I'm going to do, too, is like, oh, look, it's $2. Let me buy it now, you know. And down the road, I can sell when I'm old and gray or some shit to some fucking young weirdo. For a whole $200. Yeah, that's I think, right. I think what they need to do is they just need to make a... Uh, a labo do it yourself and just like send you a sheet of cardboard and some scissors you make whatever you want they really should they they would have been better off selling like the stencil stencils and sticker packs and things like that but at fifty dollars yeah i gotta give them props people totally bought the shit they really did i mean it didn't but it's kind of like well we didn't meet our sales expectations like you're using recycled fucking cardboard fuck you motherfuckers y'all make plenty of money on this it's yeah. ridiculous you're recycling dude. cardboard you're recycling the same fucking games you guys are just making money hand wasn't over it like fist 70 still. bucks was the starting price point on those yes I don't know I, the main kits yeah I love the I absolutely love the idea of it but it's just I knew that it didn't have any staying power and I wasn't gonna invest but it's one of those things like if I could like just tip them for coming up with a good idea and be like keep being innovative i would but i guess that's why i buy all my stuff digitally anyways like they're the only ones getting my money i guess that is enough encouragement in my mind yeah that's true um i i could not put myself to buying one of those seriously i 70 bucks oh it's i mean well that are like 49 i think but that's yeah, they're, it's just, a, um, they're pretty much getting rid of them at this point. I watched videos of people putting them together. Stuff like that, and always I did like the concept of like, hey, we're trying to get people to play, kids to play with toys again, things like that. But there's just no way. It's too fragile. Some of it's just too much of an ass pain to put together. Some of the stuff you could do with it on your own, absolutely phenomenal. But those are the same things those same creative people would do regardless without having that available. So what else was new in the news? Well, I, I want to ask oh. one last thing about this real quick. Oh, God. So if those are all discounted down to like forty, I was at oh. I was at Best Buy. The PS Classic is also still at forty. Yep. <laughs> what everywhere. do you think that you would have more fun with, including like the assembly part and the like messing around with the labo? Do you think you would get more enjoyment out of that or a PlayStation Classic? What well, what what do you think is worth it? The PlayStation Classic I can hack and put ROMs on. <laughs> The PlayStation Classic comes with more games, even if they're in the not most optimized stage. But like John said, we can totally hack it because it's just an emulator in a box. I mean, honestly, I would still feel like a year or two from now, that PlayStation Classic will still be worth at least 20 bucks to somebody. Whereas that pile of cardboard, especially if it's not still sealed, complete in the box, no one's going to be like, what the fuck was this? Like, you know, just a random piece of paper laying around, unfortunately. Yeah, and I mean, for me, a classic, I probably wouldn't even pick that up, and you know, unless it was like James. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't pay 40 for either. Yeah, I would be but hard to But if you had to pay 40 for one, it would be the PlayStation. I mean, it's the obvious answer, but I mean, 
we could all play those PlayStation games anyways. This is the only way to get Labo, man. Sony, be grateful if you get 10 bucks out of me for a PlayStation Classic. Seriously. <laughs> I'm picking mine up. You use it at Goodwill. I'll just, just wait. wait till Son John's like, oh, hey, these things for buy two, get one free with my car wash. Oh, and my gave me God. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, the Best Buy I went to the other day had about 30 of them just stacked up oh, behind, oh, yeah. behind the counter, too. I'm like, nobody's going to steal that. Why is it behind the counter? I can go buy a fucking Raspberry Pi Zero for five fucking dollars and then spend another 25 on the, uh, and the throw case it into and into a broken. You could throw it into a broken PlayStation. Yeah, and it will still probably run better than that. Day or you could combine the two. Let's start a thing where we sell a Raspberry Pi with a small cardboard PlayStation box. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's totally a thing. They make the uh, the NES and SNES shell Pi cases for the Raspberry Pi. No, 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 no. no. I'd be saying out of cardboard. No, oh. literally like th- a small replica of the box that the PlayStation was sold in. I got a shoe box. Oh, yeah. That, exactly. that, it'll be a complete in-box. We can just grab you a, can play. a fucking leftover pizza box and paint it gray, you know? I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen those before. Oh, all right. All right. So uh, did we have any other news for this week? Um, oh, yeah. The, we had Pokemon Sword and oh, yeah, Shield, Sword right? Sword and Shield. And Gun and Broom and other, <laughs> other accessories. And Trash Can. Trash Can and Knife. Sink Faucet. It, <laughs> Pokemon Valve, John. Pokemon Valve. Pokemon, where's the Valve? There is a Valve Pokemon now. God damn it. I'm not, well, it's more like a more like a bolt or something. But well, I thought that was Magna valve. whatever. The one that's know. like two nuts and some shit. All I'm hoping for is a spinoff of Pokemon Coin Purse. <laughs> Cha-ching! Oh, there was one other big thing. This was an article I wanted to check out, but actually didn't get around to reading earlier. So you can now stream PlayStation 4 games to iOS device via remote play. Oh, okay. So the PS4 remote play, you can do it on your uh, your iPad now. Yeah. And that, yeah, I, mean, I haven't checked it out. Well, I, I mean, will definitely want to check that out because that was kind of the dream. Well, actually, I think about it, they did just stop production to Vita in, I think, Japan. Yeah. And the PS4 remote play works pretty well on PC. I've done it a couple of times. Um, I would imagine that it does have the capability for you to Bluetooth sync the control, the Bluetooth, uh, or excuse me, the PS4 controller to your iPad or iPhone. So that's kind of cool. It's a little unnecessary. That's just like, oh, it's only on iOS devices. Like, fucking why? Well, but that's just marketing. It could be. It's probably a a, a situation where, like, how it takes so long for games to come out on different mobile platforms because the iOS platform is so stable because everything gets the updates at the same time and the updates and the specs are so limited whereas if you just try to release it for an android like there's so many different tablets and stuff out there that you have to make sure that it can work with the hardware or make sure that there's no issues with how it syncs up there's only like two or three ipads that this will probably even work with now before you say anything james i can agree with him to a a standpoint on this i know people that have the pokemon go game for example and certain phones it just does not function on yeah because of different hardware but here's the thing though it's the same thing as when they release games for pc they'll say that the process the specs are we need this much available ram this much processing power this many cores and potentially you know such and such at least this gpu so it's a very very doable and although yeah that is too true to a degree it's a little easier for them to do it for ios because it's all the same um, for the most part, it also comes down to money. You know, they feel they will make more money faster on iOS device because 
no offense to any of our iPhone users out there, you guys are walking coin purses and they know it. So they know they're, you're more likely well, to have the money to spend yeah, because the more expensive too. device, right? Yeah, if you already have a, if you already oh. have a iPad, you might already have a PlayStation as opposed to if you have a two year old Galaxy S tab or something. Yeah, true. Oh, two year old. You're saying it like it's a bad thing. Well, no, I'm saying that that's perfectly adequate hardware, but, but to like Him go and back and retroactively right make it work <laughs> for that as like a first time, because it's like, when's the last time you played a PlayStation game on anything that wasn't made by Sony? Um, Ever. Not Never. too long ago. I play emulation all the time. It's well, no, but easier. I mean like actual like licensed by them. Like if they're going to go out and team up with somebody and not spend the time to develop the new Sony PlayStation tablet. Like, they decided not to do that. I would hope so, because the PlayStation phone kind of bombed. You know what? I loved my Xperia. I I was going to say, what is it, the Nokia? Didn't they have one? No, it was the Xperia, the Sony Yeah, I had Xperia Xperia and Xperia 3. Yeah, as well as a PSP phone, more or less. Oh, no, 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 sir. I'm talking about back in the... uh, was oh, you're N-Gage? talking about the Nokia Engage, yeah, yes, the Engage taco phone. Yeah. yeah, we should make one of those again. Yeah, everyone's side talking. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, if they made those a touchscreen were... PS phone, I would have bought it. It just bundled it with like a lock-on controller set. We're just staring been... at you. You and your I was your, about to say my Vita is modded, so I could probably see if there is some kind of like fucking calling app or some shit. But it would need a network infrastructure to back it up. So I don't. Well, see you happening. could just use uh, Skype. If you have a Skype phone number, you could use your... On my Vita? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's fucking weird. Yeah. If, I, I mean, it is, but it isn't. Leave I almost thought Ryan. about it, doing it for a while. I thought about actually buying like a wife, like a portable Wi-Fi hotspot and just using my Vita, but it's like, then you have to do everything through Skype and you don't ever have a keyboard except for the touchscreen on the Vita and it's just too bulky and dumb to really do. But if they like... You ever play the uh, PSP Go? Yeah. The PSP Go, if that had like a flip out clamshell with like a full keyboard, like that could have been potentially something. I mean, at least a first draft of something. And now oh. eBay prices are skyrocketing. I believe there's one more thing in the news, and it probably doesn't matter to you guys as much, but I was uh, way back in the day, I definitely followed them and watched them a lot. But. Apparently, and we're late to the party on this, the, the official end of ScrewAttack.com. Oh, um, yeah. You know, hard news, everything, um, you know, the death battle show and stuff like I didn't care about. But back in the day, you know, we had G4 TV, and unfortunately that didn't last and didn't do too well. But shows like our websites like RetroWare TV, who is still going strong, and ScrewAttack.com came out of it. And it uh, looks like they got acquired by Rooster Teeth and... They're getting rebranded as something completely different, but basically all the little bits of shows they had in there, like Hard News, um, the AV, Angry Video Game Nerd, he actually, they were one of his biggest promoters back in the day, stuff like that. So I'm a little sad to see him go, and I didn't realize how long they had been around. They've been around like 10, 12 years, something like that. And, uh, you know, just another little part of gaming history kind of gone now. Yeah, I know. I used to love uh, Screw Attack News. I started watching it like, six months before it stopped and i was so pissed when it stopped because oh, i really it was so liked great. it it really was it was much better than um 
Uh, there is one YouTube series that's pretty good. They do the news two or three times a day. I cannot remember the name of it now, which is super annoying, but... We'll post it. Yeah, I'll find it and post it back up because it reminds me of hard news that, uh, especially when uh, Daily Destin was doing hard news, that was just like quick to the point, no bullshit, no filler, here's information, blah, 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 blah. I really like that. So I actually never, sad as it is, I didn't know what the hell Screw Attack was until you guys posted that article. Get the oh, fuck yeah. out. Death Battle's great. I love me some Get Death Battle. Get the fuck out. I just, Get out of your fucking so, house. Get out of my own house. It's just not something I, I looked into. Next time on John's Never Seen, John's yeah, Never no Cared shit. About. We'll, we'll have a, a marathon. Like lots of old, uh, I wouldn't say old, but lots of YouTubers that are fairly big now. They got their start on Screw Attack and things like that. Oh, yeah, like like I said, James Roth, the angry video game nerd, uh, he was all over there. Uh, several other bits and pieces I can't remember, but it's cool that Rooster Teeth grow from you know the red versus blue into such a huge thing now. But yeah, you know, at the same time, it's kind of sad that to see them go. But you know, honestly, I haven't looked at their and their website, their channel, or their YouTube videos in so long. I guess I can see why. Talking but. about red and blue. Red versus blue. No, no, oh, no. Red, and your house, red and blue, sir. I just, I'm, I'm referencing to him to go to the next Go, Chauncey, go. Go. Okay. Pokemon. So, red and uh, blue. Goddamn Pokemon. Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. So Pokemon Sword and Shield, we missed Pokemon the launch on that edition. for the announcement, but we're here now talking about it. Yeah, some people had to get married and move into houses and a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, I can't. Growing up and shit. I can't wait. I'm Hashtag super don't excited. Do it, like it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I'm not super interested in the starters, but the world looks really interesting. I'm hoping that as more stuff comes out, maybe they will have adapted some changes. It doesn't look like they're going to keep seeing the Pokemon in the wild. Like they're going to keep the let's go as it's separate own thing that it was. And then do this. And maybe whatever comes best out of both of those, the next thing we'll have some crazy new innovations if this is more traditional but i can't wait to get whatever equivalent of mount moon it is and stop there <laughs> i in my personal opinion i would imagine or i can't help but imagine that nintendo must be sticking a fire hose up that cow's ass at this point to be able to fucking keep milk in and not get just fucking powdered milk out i'm of just waiting pokemon for a pokemon franchise. that looks like a trash can that's about where I'm at. You yeah, sure they don't we'll have, have one? we'll have to see what the rest of the Pokemon look like. The starters are not promising. They have a fucking Pokemon that looks like a fucking palm tree. There's been a Pokemon that looks like ice cream vanilla. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. There's actually one that looks like a pair of nuts. Have you seen that one? Like like the nuts and bolts, the magnet one? No, no, as in like a pair of nuts. Oh, yeah. I saw one that just looks like basically a fucking rabbit with hot feet and other ridiculously dumb shit. Yep. People yeah. eat it yep. up. They Might really as well do. just get tricks and the Cocoa Puff guy and what's that? Uh, that Smackers, looks... the frog from Smackers. Oh, dig them. Yeah. Yeah. Dig them the frog. <laughs> just get all three of those. That'll be the new starters. Pokemon cereal edition. Right. Funny Pokemon, Pokemon 1%, Pokemon 2%. <laughs> <laughs> Which hey, will hey, you it falls use? into the whole red and blue thing, right? Now with loot boxes, <laughs> right? Funny enough, I actually do really want to see the uh, the Detective Pikachu movie. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. If it's anything like the Detective Pikachu game. <laughs> I never played that. Not, I've not really played any of the Pokemon like, heard mixed side reviews. games like that. Like we, I missed the whole... What was the like adventure or the one where you're the one on playing the, as the Pokemon? Which one? They had, what like, system? It was like on the DS or something. Oh, you're talking about the, the Pokemon um, friends going around. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, dungeon ones, right? Yeah, those ones. Yeah, uh, Mystery Dungeon or something. And then they had, weren't there like some Pokemon Ranger games too? There was a Pokemon game on the um, 
uh, GameCube. Yeah. The the last one I got, I got the one that was like the real-time battle strategy game one. It was like set back in like ancient Japan. What the fuck? Yeah, I haven't played that one. Why not? I mean, I'm just seriously, man. There is so many damn Pokemon games. Well, and they only came out with one version of that, I think. Hmm. So maybe that's why it was. You know what great. I really want to see is a, uh, a digital remaster of the Digimon games from PS1. Did you guys ever play those? No. no. What? They're actually pretty good. They're like better than Pokemon. Oh, now I'm saying we know you're going to start saying how the dot hack games were amazing and not completely repetitive. <laughs> Yeah, like that's right. I, that. games. <laughs> I like those games. Then tell me how they were amazing and not completely repetitive. No, they John. were repetitive as hell. Oh, I just, super. I like them, though. They're fun. No, they had a really, in, well, interesting baseline story. I completely like, it was so fucking repetitive, I couldn't even watch my roommate keep playing them. Because all I remember is just hearing, like, all the goddamn time is spiky cactus, buddy <laughs> egg. And it's like, oh, God, I had to get fucking earplugs. Oh, I um, remember that. I played the first Dot Hat game. I thought it was pretty cool. Golden Egg. But it was just like... <laughs> Golden Egg! It was yeah, one of those yeah. things that was fun for a while to have the idea of playing oh, yes. an MMO when you only had a PlayStation 2. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, I actually... Uh, <laughs> what are the, the gray things that you ride? I forget their names. But one was like, Monami! Do you know what I'm talking I about? I don't clue. recall. To be oh, honest. dude, you just gotta watch it. They have like, there's um, a whole bunch of there's like a rocker one, there's a gay one, there's uh, an Italian one. I forget what they are, but you basically raise these, you know, things that you ride. God, I forgot the name of them. You you look up your next article, and I'll look yeah, it up right what's now. What's next? Okay. So, anyways, getting into the last bit of news we got this week, and it's it's a little bit, it's a few weeks old now. But they announced that there's going to be a new game in the uh, Kunio Kun series, best known in the West as River City Ransom and Super Dodgeball. So they're... It's a grunty, by the way. We're, we're talking about that. Oh, yeah. Because that's what we're going to do this week on the Inflation Deflation. We played some River City Ransom. It was terrible. It was... It was okay. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it was close. Well, hang on, hang on now. We to to the six people who actually bothered to vote that who were listening, by the way. Thank uh, you. We, Thank we, you so much. Keep I voting. think I was one of them, actually. Yes, I, actually, I was going to say at least two of those, which are. Okay, so the four other people that bothered to vote that had the choice between getting them to play uh, Marvel Super Heroes War of the Gems or Super Adventure Island 2. Since we had a tie, we basically went with Fuck it, we're going to play whatever we feel like, and that's why we're talking about River City Ransom. Yes. However, don't get your dash, your hopes dashed, because we were fucking blindsided, smacked with a crappy game challenge, and this one you cannot blame me for, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So we were talking about River City Ransom. I just wanted to make sure the few people that uh, were interested in it were you know, feeling validated, and next time I will make the point to pick shitty games for you guys to vote on. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. Uh, so River City Ransom... Uh, obviously you felt it was kind of clunky. Uh, you know, well, I wouldn't get, say it was garbage. Well, let's, let's get into it here then. So inflation, deflation challenge. We got river city ransom, uh, developed by technos. Uh, and it was released back in April of 1989. And it's, a a side scrolling beat em up game with some action role playing, in uh, probably one of the earlier like 
open, continuous world settings, I would probably think. Yeah, I did think it was pretty interesting being able to go in the shops and stuff and pick up items to increase your strength and defense and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's got multiplayer. It's got a lot of stuff that I had always seen. I, I never really heard much about it, but I always saw stuff about it, and I always thought it looked like a pretty interesting game to check out. But yeah, I just, as soon as I started playing, I was like, is there something wrong with this? Because I felt like the controls just weren't operating the way that I had hoped. Like, in all honesty, I had a much better time playing and controlling Ghostbusters than I had trying to control this at the beginning. And, like, even after we got through it a bit, I just felt like I was taking all kinds of hits and doing all kinds of dumb stuff. Like, I was running into walls and dying, and I just... I didn't you, even you realize did literally... you could jump... You did literally die by running into a wall. Oh, yeah. And actually, it wasn't even a wall. I think it was just an invisible barrier. Something. Yeah. So uh, that game in particular, I don't know. Graphically, it looked like a bunch of Lego Duplo characters running around. I think the graphics are charming. I, I, I like the graphical style of it. I think it looks very like well put together. Like It's a believable setting. For those interesting, like, anime-esque characters. The colors look good. Um, the overall gameplay felt okay. And being able to pick up items and go to stores and stuff, that was cool. I mean, we didn't get too far into the game, obviously. And it was just before we stopped playing and we figured out, oh, yeah, you can jump. Um, you know, I, I'm mixed on it, man. I guess if we played it a little longer, I probably would have preferred, you know, liked it a little better. Um, but given the, what, like 30, 40 minutes we played, I just wasn't a big fan. I actually had to teach these two to press A and B together to jump in. No, you did We knew it on our own. Does not jump. No, Never you did not. I literally. Said I'm it. editing that out. Yeah, I will put it right back in. I'll post it on the comments everywhere. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I actually always thought the graphics in the game looked good, and actually getting to see it in play, I thought it looked great, especially the background. Um, things I didn't think were that great was even though it was the way the game played, it did feel a bit sluggish, which honestly was standard for the time. That's why I was telling y'all to play Double Dragon One Two, uh, because you'll definitely feel well. It's the same idea. Um, however, one of the things I thought was pretty fucking ridiculous was not just that you can accidentally hurt yourself. You run into a wall. Okay, it's a bit much, but several times Ryan like went to throw like a wrench or a knife. It hit the wall, bounce off the wall and still hit him. There was one time where he just threw it on the ground and it bounced off the ground, hit him and he still took damage. It was well, just fucking amazing. It was right after we were, uh, where we figured out where to jump on those boxes. I had some sort of crate and I threw it above my head. It hit me in the process of throwing it, <laughs> hit a wall, bounced back and hit me. And then when I jumped, it hit me again. Yeah. It, it was literally on the ground oh, yeah. and it hit me yeah. again. Yeah, that was just stupid. That's just clunkiness right there. But, you know, that's an old NES game. That's to be expected, I guess. It's quirky for the time, and it it I almost feel like it's a really good depiction of this is where they said, hey, you could take a game and you could put all this extra stuff in. Like, I feel like it tries to do so much for the time, and it really almost just gets there. Take notes, EA. <laughs> Maybe I could do that for Anthem. It's the Anthem of 89. Well, I wouldn't say it was the Anthem of 89 because they, oh, well, they, yeah, they, they don't charge you anything else well, on that, it. And they delivered a complete game. So that's All right. really what it comes down to. What is, uh, so you guys never said, do you think it's worth, one, how much is it going for and do you guys okay. think it's worth it? So over to uh, price charting, we've got Loose. What's your guys guess? Uh, 24. 
42. Woo. $29.95. Look at that. Yeah. 70 99 Why? It's just what it says. That's literally like $40 for a box. No, $50. Plus a manual. The box? And a manual. The box itself is 53 The The box is worth twice as much as the game. Well, that's actually pretty legit. If you consider the rarity of one versus the other. Yeah, but what are the odds you have a box and no game in it? Like, who just kept that really good boxes? And I was like, I don't need these games. It's like throwing them away the inside of a banana. You don't Once throw away the inside of a banana? <laughs> <laughs> no, just the inside of his coin purse. Just the inside of his coin purse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand from James's point, too, though. I mean, if you have a box, a box is going to be a lot rarer than a game. But to your point, who the hell has a box lying around for the game? I mean, maybe you lost it or somebody donated it and you just, oh, yeah, I found my box. Like, I can get that, but the frequency that they're online of just yeah. box only. Yeah, yeah that's what makes the, the boxes pretty rare. I mean, very, very rare. I think one of the, the oddest instances of where I actually got just the box, which it wasn't empty of all things was, uh, it was actually how I got my breath of fire too. Like I actually, uh, got it from the thrift store. Like I think it was like seven or eight bucks. And I was like, fuck yeah. And, you know, breath of fire two is a man on here. And da, 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 I went and pulled everything out, and it was like Breath of Fire 1 was in the Breath of Fire 2 box with the Breath of Fire 2 manual and map. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I bet I know where all these boxes are coming from. Blockbusters. Yes, that is another Blockbuster Hollywood video back in the day, too. Uh, there was a point where they had us throwing out all the boxes and just making these generic cases for the PS1 and PS, especially the PS1 games. Well, actually, if you think about like uh, PS1, PS2, PS3 games, ones that you find like box only, I mean, it's obviously a little different from cartridges, but you know, back PlayStation 1, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have anything to fix a disc that got scratched so we we're just like screw it we'll just buy a new game yeah you learn pretty quick to keep those fucking games in the jewel case don't yeah. put them in those sleeves and shit kids i think i went through three copies of final fantasy 8 oh yeah that's brutal. each disc no it was just a situation where like the first time it just got severely scratched and i couldn't beat it or beat the first disc um ended up picking up a new copy and then i think uh my brother sat on it so we had to get another copy and on the third one, it was fine. But then get this. When we got to the final final boss, disc four was so severely scratched, I couldn't get through the final cutscene. So guess who had to go out and find a disc four from their friend? This guy. <laughs> oh, I had, uh, I had Legend of the Dragoon, and I left my disc out. My dog bit it. And it took me a while, but I finally convinced another friend of mine that the game was so good that he had to get it <laughs> so that he could beat the first disc so that I could borrow it. But it was weird because my discs were like full color imagery on the front and his were just like silver. Yeah, that's a greatest hits copy I'll, from PS1. I'll have you all know that in D&D might be considered chaotic evil. That is pretty good, though. That is good. Um, yeah, Legend of Dragoon is definitely one of those games I'm never, ever going to finish. And here's why. And this is t- this this little short story takes a place. Because I played sp- it and told you don't play it. No, this took place over the span of like four or five years of my life. So Legend of Dragoon comes out. I'm 18, 19 or whatever. Yes, that's right, folks. I'm fucking old. Anyhow, I rent it from the local Hollywood video, go home, play it. Didn't have enough money to keep it out for the late fees. Took it back. Someone else rented it. Cocksucker never returned it. So I was like most of the way through disc one. Um, Fucking fired up my Dreamcast, my dial-up internet back in the day. Yes, I'm that fucking old. 
Uh, go to redoctane.com, which was one of the first online game retailers. Buy used copy of Legend Dragoon from them. This is after about a year or so from the first time. Get that. Start playing. Disc 3 is so fucked up, couldn't play it. And this was back in the day where you couldn't just go get your game disc buffed. Okay, fuck it. A couple of years later, I'm older. I buy another used copy. It's like, all right, I've already played all the way up to disc 3 like twice now. I'm going to use a game shark, put in some cheat codes, and kind of haul ass through it. I get up to like halfway through disc 2, my save file gets corrupted. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, I will start again. I start again, use the game shark again, check the codes, make sure I'm making a bunch of saves, being extra careful this time. I get all the way up to, I think it's right before disc 4 to, or at the end of disc 3 where you're in the Coliseum fight with that that guy just beats your fucking ass and it's scripted, but you can't tell it's scripted. Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah. And then it corrupted the whole fucking memory card. I lost all oh. my game saves. So at that point, I was like, you know what? This shit is not meant to be. I'm never going to finish this game, and I'm okay with it. It can go fucking shove itself up uh, Legend of Zelda 2's ass while it's at it. So before we rate River City Ransom, I actually think I did a quick review on that a while back last year, or a couple years ago for us oh, on, yeah, last on year, Facebook. Yeah. And I gave it, I want to say it was a 4 out of 10, if I'm correct. It just wasn't as good as it could have been. What? Yeah. Legend, Legend of Dragoon. Dragoon. Yeah, yeah, back in the day it seemed really cool, but I don't think it I thought it up. was great. I love playing that game, but I never finished it either. Like, I started playing through it, and I definitely just got to some point where I just didn't grind enough, and I just couldn't do something that I needed to do. So Ryan not finishing a game. Surprise, yeah, I was going to say, let's take a vote on what you thought I didn't do. Uh, you know... So for me, I, I did enjoy the gameplay and the story up to that the point. The combat was pretty fantastic. Good. Yeah, the combat was really cool. And the dragoon portion, like turning in dragoons, the battle system was a lot of fun. Uh, and that's really what I rated it higher on. It's just, I don't know, the story was kind of all over the place. And the ending itself is just completely lackluster. Once it got to about midway through disc four, I'm like, okay, I want this to end already. Like it just needed to finish. I mean, I was real upset when, uh, spoiler, what's-his-face dies... Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. No that, spoilers, but... Yeah. Are you talking about the asshole that his button inputs for his attack combos are a real pain in the fucking ass? Probably. Yeah, like after the third or fourth one, the it's guy like... with the spear gotta, that... Yeah. Was it like Albert the, replaces or whoever the other guy replaces? Yeah, it's... Uh, well, spoilers now, but... Yeah, his um, third or fourth one is like, here, press these 20 oh, button inputs Levitz. perfectly. Yeah. Levitz, yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I was actually really good with those guys. I actually found it easier to control them than some of the other characters. Really? I always Fuck use that yeah. thing that let you see the input. <laughs> yeah, I think my final party was Meru, Hashel, and Dart was my final party. Hmm. Which was an interesting. Could you final trade party. Dart out, or was it one of those games where he had to be in? He had to be in. Oh, it. Okay, yeah. So uh, River City Ransom. Uh, my review on this at twenty nine ninety nine. I guess is the price point you got on there. I would not pay that much money. I would pay in the range of maybe ten to fifteen. I'd probably pay twenty bucks for a good condition copy of it, only because I know it's a fairly uncommon game. But after actually getting to see it and played a little bit. I know I honestly won't sit down and play it, play it. So 20 bucks is usually my top out price for any kind of, you know, semi-rare or uncommon, you know, NES or SNES game, unless it's something I'm particularly passionate about. Um, you know, like if I didn't already have it, I would probably pay up to the 30 bucks for a link to the past, you know, just as an example, because I really love that game. But this one just being what it is, Eh, 20 bucks, you know. I think when I picked it up back a few years ago, it was maybe 12 to 15 at that point anyways when I got it. And of course, I didn't pay 12 to 15. But, you know, that's that's about the max of what I would pay now for that game. Yeah, I definitely... I'm going to go with them. I don't really have a price point. I just don't think it's worth it. 
I think it was a really cool idea. I really like the game, but I wouldn't own it for hardly any amount of money. If there was like an optimized version that you could download on your phone that ran really well and like maybe they just kind of... And microtransactions. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. You have to. 20 cents a life. That store where we collected the coins throughout the gameplay and were able to purchase things? Yeah, that'd be microtransactions. I I think it's a game I would like to play if it played better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, So you said that, oh, God, I know what you're going to bring up. The next crappy game challenge. Oh, yeah. What's this? Oh, absolutely. Actually, what I was going to say is uh, for our listeners that are currently still listening to this point, uh, one, thank you very much. That's we very much appreciate listeners. it. Um, we appreciate all the interactions we get, even on Facebook, things like that. We don't typically, let me phrase this carefully. We don't tolerate the stupid asshole trolling. Now, if people want to go in there and be smart ass or poke fun ass. Yeah, you know, we love that and everything. So don't ever get the wrong impression. But we really want y'all's feedback. We want to know what y'all think, what y'all want to hear from us, see us do. Um, you know, within reason, things like that. We want to know what y'all think. Unless it's negative, we'll delete that. Just or kidding. about the yeah, coin yeah, purse. Yeah. You don't get anything about the coin purse. Yeah, the coin purse is just us. Yeah, you guys cannot touch the coin purse. Especially Ryan's coin purse. Yeah. That's right. He's a married man now. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> go on. Anyhow, so in that same vein, we actually got some feedback from one of our new listeners. And she she uh, blindsided us with a crappy game challenge. And she pulled it out smooth, too. Like, I really didn't see it coming. And not only did she pull it out smooth, she executed it so perfectly that's just like, oh, God, are you fucking kidding me? I need to see if I actually own that game. Well, you know the rule. If we don't own it, I'll have to get it where we can emulate it. So, Ryan, do you want to know what that game is? I do. James? I don't remember the full title, but it is. Oh, hold on. Uh, let me just. Oh, yeah. Let yeah, me pull it up so we can it. make sure we get it. Yeah. Let's just get the full name here. Of I'm the starting title. to feel kind of nauseous just thinking about it. Yeah, I am as well. Um, Actually. This is going to be hard to top, too, to tell the truth. Oh, yeah. No, like this for sure. And it was issued directly to me and you. So we're just going to rope Brian so, and make him play it. I'm dying to know. Bratz, dress up, get down, and be a Bratz superstar. Oh, I've seen that game. Oh, my God. I think I own it. I'm pretty sure I do. Because she said it was on my shelf. I want to say it's a dancing game. So it can't be that bad. Famous last words. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, y'all, watch this. You know. All yeah. those famous last words. No, uh, nothing worse than a dancing game that probably isn't compatible with a dance pad. Oh, it definitely. I can assure you, it's not. But at least we'll get to play. Do you have a buttons. dance pad? No. Are Maybe? you saying that like yes? I think I might have a dance pad, but only for PS2. So we'd have to see if it's compatible. I don't even think this is compatible. With oh the yeah. Pad. Well, the dance pad may or may not work on the PS2, but the game will work on your PS2. I'm well. Yeah, the game will work on the PS2. Well, it'll work on my PS3 as well. Um, I was actually thinking she was going to tell us Spice Girls because that's a dancing game as well. Oh, God. Don't, don't say that so fucking loud. She might hear you. She's asleep right now. You better fucking... Dude, she's going to listen to this. You, you realize what you fucking done? <laughs> oh, God. I'll delete it. Don't worry. I'll edit it. Edit it in post. Fixed in post. All right. Yeah, so anyways... Probably well, going to stay now. Uh, in addition to... Wow. We got we to play the fucking Bratz game, but... 
no seriously folks we will be looking into uh doing some let, let's plays possibly some live streaming so we can actually chit chat with y'all interact with y'all more um but in the meantime on our hashtag instagram facebook twit this whatever the fuck we have all our social media shit just um tell us what you think give us feedback give us ideas uh, we actually have a lot of cool community members in our facebook page that have done other cool things for uh different youtubers in the community things like that and we're not asking for freebies we just want to give them a shout out and that we appreciate y'all sticking around with us and anybody got anything else to say no thanks so much for all the support all right well james is now nose is brown okay that's right rub it into the microphone for you rub it in there <laughs> oh, all right, right well we appreciate y'all and uh my name is james i'm ryan and i'm john and, and we are the, the game deflators james you're a little off on that we'll have to practice that was intentional that oh was it now well yeah fucking since ryan broke the tradition somebody's got to do it all right ryan your camera died midway through yeah. all right closing off the recording right now now hey can we get a little right now tang oh tang pow <laughs>